James chapter 5, verses 11. You can see how the Lord was kind to him at the end, for the Lord is full of tenderness and mercy. Welcome everyone to another one of our podcasts. Thank you again for listening in. It really means a lot to Ryan and I, and our prayer as we record today is that this would strengthen you. It's a conversation between a husband and wife as we unpack what struck us as we read God's word. We really pray that it is meaningful for you. And if it is, why don't you share it with a friend or two? Thanks for joining us. And Ryan, you can lead us into what has struck you by this wonderful verse. Yeah, so to give you a little bit of context around the verse today, I just want to talk about patience within the context of suffering and the value that I think um, patience plays. Because when we suffer, my thought always is, how do I get out of this? And, and how do I make this end? And, and how do I um, change the circumstances? And mm-hmm. I don't really have the disposition of, this is happening to me, it's happening around me, and I'm in one sense out of control. How do I just poise myself to just morning by morning, day by day, wait patiently? within the context of what the Lord might be up to. And so we see in this verse, it says, you can see how the Lord was kind to him at the end, for the Lord is full of tenderness and mercy. So um, James here is referring to the story of Job. And Job was a man that lost his children, he lost his properties, and he went through um, a season of immense suffering and grief. Uh, He had three friends around him that spoke into his life. And the book of Job calls them miserable friends or miserable counselors. Yeah. They were giving all the right theological truths, but they were saying it in the wrong way. And the Lord was displeased with them. And this book, when you read it, um, it's, it's a long book. You know, I think it's 40 something chapters yeah. of a man just bleating and biting and barking before God. Um, and so James here is saying, you can see if you read the book of James. You will see, I mean, Job, sorry. If you read the book of Job, you can see how the Lord was kind to him at the end. Yes. So at the end of the process, when all is said and done, through so much loss, through so many tears, through the backward and forward grieving, through what was going on in a man's soul who was raw and real before God, he said at the end of the day, you can see right at the end how the Lord is full of this tenderness, this kindness and mercy. And that is a really amazing idea to me. Okay, so just to go back a bit, some people who don't really know the book of Job fully, I think if I go deep inside my brain and try and remember, he really suffered immensely. His livestock, his farmlands, all of that was taken from him. Um, His children all passed away and they were taken from him and he was immensely upset around that. And then I'm not sure if his wife, something happened to his wife. Either she got really sick and also passed away. And then the last straw was his health. He was really, really, really unwell. So there's a lot going on there. And yeah, it was, it was a really difficult time for him. So having said this with regards to what happened to Job, let's just go through that through the verse again. You can see how the Lord was kind to him at the end. For the Lord is full of tenderness and mercy. So when you were reading, Ron, what struck you around this? Yeah, so um, 
I think we see this idea of patient suffering because we see in verse 10, it says, for examples of patience in suffering. So there's the idea of, of what James is speaking into. And then in this particular verse, in verse 11, um, if you lift out the words, you can see how the Lord was kind to him at the end. And so at the end is this reference to time. Um, and when you look at the book of Job, you can see that Job suffered for a long, long time. He lost his properties, his livestock, he lost his children, and his health was threatened. Um, and he went through this season, 40-something chapters worth, of immense crying out to God and immense pain, pain that many of us can't actually even identify yeah. with. And so what, what struck me in this verse here was, how do you see the Lord's kindness? You know, in this long-suffering uh, man, you know, you see a guy suffering for a long time, and James refers to the value of patient suffering. And, and yet, if I think about examples in our own life, okay, we have found ourselves over a three-year context where we've had immense blessing, and we've just had immense joy and gratitude and seen God at work. But then on the other side, We've had circumstances and things that have been out of our control, um, particularly within our province. We've had some natural disasters. We've had some health threats. We've had some family members. We've all experienced COVID. We've experienced burglaries and robberies and on and on it goes. Um, and I was just thinking over the three years, how do we just trust God and remain patient? within the context of that suffering. Um, and I was like, what if people had this mindset? What if, what if we did remain patient? What if we did, uh, yes, cry out to God, but like saying, Lord, you're doing something in me. You're doing something in our family. You're doing something in us. There's certain things I can't change. There's certain things that I can't bring about. There's certain things where you have brought us to our wits, you know, our wits end. And I actually just want to get myself into a posture where I'm going to patiently sort of endure this like a log in a fire and just kind of mm. like get into that, that place and just say, let it come. I'm going to wait on the Lord to do what only he can do in the midst of this. Um, and this verse triggered that idea to say, you can see at the end of the suffering in the book of Job, God's kindness. It doesn't feel kind in the moment. You, you question whether God loves you. You question whether God's angry with you. You question whether God's doing this because of your sin. You question whether God's disciplining you. But actually, at the end of the day, when you start looking back, you can see God's kindness. Mm. And this is how I see it. God brings friends. God brings experiences. God brings surprising provision. God brings surprising verses, surprising books. God brings these lunches with couples that you haven't connected with over a long time. God brings these small mercies that in the moment you couldn't see. He brings these small wins. He brings these through the screaming and the kicking and the crawling and the praying. When you open your eyes, yeah. you do have these moments at the end where you look back. Well, I look back on my life, my marriage, my kids and say, oh my word. God was actually yeah. kind there, and he was kind there, and he was kind there, and he was kind there. And this is the stuff that 
I couldn't see, but can see, and it makes me worship. It fills my gut up with gratitude. And that can only happen at the end of the time or the season or reflecting on it. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. I think the, you know, the whole verse has come together in a, in a real rich and full way. And I think we can see because we know the book of Job. And as you say, it is hindsight and it's a wonderful thing. So the latter part of the verse is what we mutter when we're in that immense suffering that feels ongoing and never ending. The patience that we can draw from is this. For the Lord is full of tenderness and mercy. He is full of tenderness and mercy. Yeah, Kirsten, that is, that's a huge idea. Because when these things circle in our hearts and our mind, God doesn't love me. God's disciplining me. Yeah, this is because of my sin. This is, um, this is unfair. He's angry. He's, he's mean. He's so far away. He's, he's absent. When is he going to help? These are the kinds of things that circle around the psalmist's hearts and minds, and they circle in our hearts and minds. And we need to matter this truth because this is the truth that the Bible is speaking about. The Lord is full of tenderness and mercy. When you think about it, that God is so tender and he has so much mercy for us, full, this fullness of tenderness. And, and you know, James says here, or the, the Bible says, the Lord was kind. Like in the midst of, of Job's wrestling and the mean things he said to God, God held him. God kept him close. And because of God's grace and because of God's mercy and because of God's fullness, Job could express himself fully. He didn't need to trick God or lie to God. He could say, this is what I feel about what I'm going through. And I want us to learn to mutter that verse. The Lord is full of tenderness and mercy. The Lord is full of tenderness and mercy. Irrespective of what I see, what I experience, what I'm going through, the Lord is full of tenderness and mercy. God is kind. He died for me. He went through crucifixion for me. He suffered for me. He experienced loss for me. He is full mm-hmm. of tenderness and mercy. So wherever you may find yourself today, whether you're in the kitchen, in the car, or on your couch, we hope that this verse takes root in your heart. Have a great day.